See, skinny jeans has turned to being a hoe for a man. Like you want to be on your slutty actions. Only reason why I, I only time I wear skinny jeans is to a wedding reception. You know what I'm saying? Especially if it's gonna be some hot ladies there. You know what I'm saying? That's like the time to pull out skinny jeans. Like wedding receptions, um, WNBA All Star Weekend. You know shit like that. <laughs> Yo, 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 what's up, though? Live from Austin, Texas, it's the Danny Brown Show. It's your boy. It's your boy. <laughs> Got the boo boys with me. What's up, y'all? Yo. What up, hey, man? Hey. I know, man. We fresh off Thanksgiving, man. How was y'all Thanksgiving, man? It's nice. Mine's just relaxing. I mean, it's because I do bruiser Thanksgiving every year, so, you know, just going back home. Just going back home, I think, stressful in general, you know. I ain't been back home since the last Bruce Thanksgiving, to be honest. But just Bruce Thanksgiving in general, it's just it's just stressful, you know. Any, I guess when anytime you do a show in your own city, I I, I could probably see how uh, probably even that's probably even worse for professional athletes when they got a game in their hometown, everybody hitting them up for tickets and shit, trying to get in and shit. It's just stressful, man. So, but for the most part, man, I still had a good time, man. Hannibal came through. Hannibal definitely pulled up. Seen the boy Hannibal. Shots out, Mike Omar S. You know. Bruisers, everybody. So it was still, you know, I still, I still had fun. For the most part, it was good to see everybody. But man, you know, I, I had to get back. I had to get back out here, man, fucking with y'all. And then, you know, my girl, she cooked. She cooked for Thanksgiving and shit. We had that, you know, had a few people at the crib. It was something like, but we 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 ate on like Friday. She had cooked and shit on Friday, which which makes me um, I got a question for y'all. How long is the Thanksgiving leftovers lasting? I'm just saying, man, like. I feel like me with leftovers in general is almost like, I don't know, man, maybe like, if, if, if you wrap it up right, certain shit, it, it, you might could get like two, three days, right? I feel like you get stretched for like a week. A week? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like the rule of thumb. Man, like you go have diarrhea trying to eat some week old stuffing, man. I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong, man. I had a Filipino grandma, man. She had motherfucking shit buy some um, hot dogs from the gas station. Them bitches be in the refrigerator still two weeks later. Like, ain't nothing wrong with them. Just change the bread. The bread just green. You could just need to put some new bread on that shit. Be like, man, no, that shit is fucked up. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I got I got the last. I, I thought, I, I think I'm going to try to handle the last of my little Thanksgiving um, leftover today. I think the last one. I think, because I ain't, you know, I mean, you know, like I said, we, we ate on Friday and shit, but I ain't really fuck with it after that. I've been eating regular food again. But the stuffing, man, I, one thing I do love, I ain't get a chance to get the Bobby. So I think maybe that's that's something that I got to take care of before December hit. <laughs> so I can still just, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like I want to just add it to my Thanksgiving regimen, man. You get what I'm saying? So I got to hit up. I got I to gotta get the Bobby, man. Yeah, look, it, it's, it's in the algorithm. <laughs> Shouts out, man. What's that, Capriotis, man? Yeah, man, that shit looks amazing, man. I'm trying to be on my health shit right now, though. So as I'm saying, I'm gonna get this one out the way with, and then after uh, for like December, 
you know, got to tone up, man. Everybody, you know, January come, everybody want to get on their New Year's resolutions. That's the time, man, if, if, if I don't know, man. See, I'm not a single man anymore. But if I was single, if I was single, the, the, the best time to start going to the gym to see the real thickeronies when they first come up in there, when they want to start their fitness journey in January, you get what I'm saying? You pull up too, right? Well, we start this journey together, baby. You get what I'm saying? Because, you know, they eventually tap out around like, uh, for you know it, man. You, you just find, you next thing you know, y'all cuddling up on Thanksgiving. She ain't going to the gym no more. You ain't either. That's what y'all was there for. Y'all found each other. Y'all fat again for the summer, man. So, shots out to everybody starting their fitness journey in January, man. If you go start in January, man, you ain't really starting shit, man. <laughs> it's over, man. You definitely going to fail. I, that, that shit always, I guess you got to make a New Year resolution, you know? Mine's is just never, I mean, I always think that's you're going to fail when you always think about shit. Like, my shit is always, uh, I'm going to stop smoking cigarettes, you know? But then I'll be like, fuck it, man. Something happened and I'll be back. But I'm, I, I guess that's the one I'm going to go for again this year. I'm going to try to stop smoking cigarettes because, you know, cigarettes suck, man. Hey, man, don't nobody want to smoke cigarettes. You think I want to smoke cigarettes? I do it because I have to. <laughs> if I didn't smoke cigarettes, I'd be cussing motherfuckers out everywhere I go. At least, but nicotine gum works. I will say the nicotine gum works. I've I, I actually seen a study, but sometimes, you know, the internet to be talking shit. But I did see a study. They said, um, you know, that, that um, nicotine gum can help with, like, you know, give you, like, some, some, some cognitive powers and shit. You know what I'm saying? How you thinking on some next level smart shit. I seen one story, he's talking about he was hanging out with some billionaire nigga. The nigga ate like a whole pack of nicotine gum in like an hour. Yeah, I was like, that nigga shit on himself. <laughs> or something like that. Like, you do shit like that when you, only time you do shit like that is when you like in county jail and you, you end up finding it. Like, you know, because certain times you couldn't get cigarettes, so we'll just try to find anything. Like, you ever tried to roll up some fucking chew, some dip, you know the bullshit? What, the, what they call that, skull? All that kind of shit. Imagine trying to, because, you know, niggas ain't about to chew that shit. We like, but it's tobacco. It's a way we can, so we trying to figure out, drying it out, doing all kind of shit to try to roll it up to smoke it. But, man, when you hit that shit, the harshness that goes into your body, man. It, it, see, that's kind of shit. Like, if I want to start smoking cigarettes, I probably had to start doing that. To start rolling up skull. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I would just have to start rolling up skull, dog. All right, man, we go get into some of these motherfucking Axe Danny's. Axe Danny! Man, I tell y'all niggas, every motherfucking week, man, hit me up, Danny, at the DannyBrownShow.com. That's motherfucking Danny at the DannyBrownShow.com. 512-522-9256. That's 512-522-9256 for the voicemails and shit. You know what I'm saying? Don't be trying to hit me up. Don't be trying to uh, text that number and shit, man. I feel like niggas be doing it. All right, next up. Favorite RPG. Hold up. We'll read that last because I already know I'm going to have to go on the... Uh, to, oh, fuck it. Just get out the way. But I already said it's for it. <laughs> Danny, hello from East Texas. 50-year-old fan, been listening to rap ever since the beginning after my hard rock punk rock or hard hardcore punk rock phase as a kid. You are fantastic and I've loved watching you evolve as an artist. Look forward to what is next. So the question is, I've been a huge PC and tabletop gamer all my life as well, but my favorite genre is RPG as well. I know you're also a fan, so tell me, what's your number one favorite RPG and why? Take care, bro. Augustus Child. I think everybody, I mean, you kind of know, you know, shots out to Atlas, man. That's my motherfucking, that's my, that's my crew. But I will say, I mean, everybody knows this. My favorite fucking um, RPG is Persona. Just the Persona series in general. I wouldn't say I have a favorite, but I will say 
personify royal is a bad motherfucker. You know, it does, you know. And I guess, I mean, the reason why I will say, I mean, I love persona because the, the story is just a dope-ass story. I can actually see. I mean, it, it, it does have like a um, cartoon adaptation or whatever the fuck, but I, I wouldn't say it's that great, you know? But I mean, I, I I really would love to see if they make like make a movie out of Persona, just the Persona series in general, and that whole fucking, the whole thing of man like like living in you know like how we talk about like limited living in simulations and shit, and like we might be like different worlds and shit and motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? We live in like you know simultaneous worlds and shit like that. That whole fucking theory of that shit. But I will say the number one thing that drove me to playing a game is 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 I mean it's what I fucking do. It's music. It has the fucking best soundtrack I've ever heard in any fucking video game. Or and it it competes with fucking regular music like buying a persona, like like buying a persona game for me. You know, it's one thing. You know, it's great to play the game and it's you know it's fun and shit. But the actual music, man, is what keep me there. You know, I can I can play that game for hours just because I love the actual songs and shit. And I'm just sitting there. Sometimes I just had that shit on pause and shit, just playing music and shit, and just playing songs. You can actually go and watch the fucking. They they do. Um, I would love to go one time. They 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 do. Um. I think, I don't know, but they go like rent some crazy ass opera house, some type of shit, and motherfuckers come through and they perform the whole songs live and shit on tour or some shit like that. So I love to go see some shit like that. But yeah, shouts out to Atlas. They actually just, um, Persona 4, Persona for Golden, that, that actually just came on Steam not too long ago, but they actually just added um, Royal. Royal just not came to Steam. And um, so yeah, I'm, I've definitely jumped back in and been playing it. But man, I will say it's one of those, um, like like we said, remember I always tell y'all shit, it's one of those games I was like, man, I'm going to start back playing Persona Star. As soon as you start back playing, I'm like, man, doing this shit, because it's just a tedious ass game, man. You know, you be in class answering dumbass questions, fucking up your skill base and all that shit, man. But yeah, <laughs> shots out. And I, I guess, like I said, it's, a, it's amazing. And it's deep as fuck, man, especially Royal, man. Going out, the motherfuckers committing suicide and shit, teenagers, man. You're like, man, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad I was in high school without cell phones. You know, and social media and all that shit, man. The worst shit we had to worry about was, I don't know, man. A girl told you, a, a girl told everybody you ate her pussy or some shit. That was the worst thing you could have went through in school. All right, songs to get hot too. Hey, Danny, twenty five bucks is one of my absolute favorite songs to smoke to. As a favorite, we as as a fellow weed head, what's your Mount Rushmore songs to bump while getting stoned? Love what you're doing. Big shout out to the Booth Boys, Kareel. Man, twenty five bucks is like a depression ass song to be smoking to, man. I don't know what you got going on in your life, but yeah, man, that's not a that's not a good smoking song. I guess what you would say, man. Um, I guess, man, if, if you want to smoke weed and have smoking weed, it, it have to be a, a smoking weed song. So, um. I would say the um, mystical still smoking. He probably got I, mystical still smoking one and two. He had a series of that shit. Um, then you got like you know Devin the Dude. I would say Devin the Dude is probably my number one go to smoking music. If I if I had to choose a smoking music, I don't think I have a smoking music. But it would probably be um, some Devin the Dude type shit. And um, and for the most part, man, if I'm smoking, I want to be on some chill shit. And I necessarily don't want to listen to lyrics. To be honest, like hearing motherfuckers rapping all in my ear while I'm trying to get high, talking about how they gonna fuck my bitch, how much money they got, how much better in life they is at me. Like, you give it up. I start thinking about what I got going on with myself. The motherfuckers start making me insecure. You listen to some rap niggas be like, damn, man, what the fuck I got going on with my. They be saying crazy shit about old niggas too. You 38 still rapping. I'll be like, fuck. <laughs> they be like, is this nigga talking to me? Like you start thinking, like is this nigga in the room with me? Like what the fuck going on? That's why I don't be listening to rap like that no more, man. I always think they talking about me. Like fuck, man, damn. That make a nigga feel cool sometimes, man. You get what I'm saying? 
But I, I'm guilty of that too. I mean, I, when I rap, because that's what being a rapper is. You just want to act like you're the coolest motherfucker in the world. And you ain't. You ain't. These motherfuckers be exaggerating like a motherfucker. I mean, that's what rap is. I think that's what comedy is. A motherfucker that could, you know, just make it entertaining. You know? A motherfucker could rap about what they wearing and shit. You're like, damn, man. Make you feel poor. But yeah. Shots out rappers, man. Y'all are great. I'm, I'm still with y'all too, man. I'm not going to say it like that. <laughs> I'm still in the crew. I still like to bust a few bars here and there. You know what I'm saying? I will say I'm more so like, man, I'm I'm just actually uh, like rapping. I always was a writer. Like I think just more so love with the writing aspect of it. But I'm getting more and more to the production part and just the actual like the science of it. You know, like now I think it's more I, I think if I was to learn how to like engineer, like really understanding how to mix a record and shit like that, like it would take my music so much to the next level. So like um, like when I worked with Q-Tip, that's what he told me he did. Like he just took off a whole bunch of time for himself just to learn how to play instruments and learn how to do a lot of shit that he wanted to do in music that he didn't, you know, think he can do as a rapper. And now he got this time, you know, you know, that's how you learn. That's how you get better and shit. So I will be taking, I'm not time off like that, but, you know, just to learn music more before I make my next album. I will say that. I want to learn how to mix. I want to learn how to fucking, you know, understanding what all these fucking plugins doing and shit. I don't know what reverb and compression and all that shit do. I just be cutting that shit on and just playing by ear. <laughs> but I don't actually know what the fuck this shit do. I just know that's what motherfuckers be doing. All right, here we go. Looking for a relationship. Hey, Danny, big fan of the show. You make me laugh my ass off in public and make me look like I'm insane. Have a relationship question for you. I'm 27. I'm a woman, too. I've never been in a serious relationship. Lots of sex, yes, but no relationship. I don't know what it is about me that makes guys want to sleep with me but never make things serious. I'm not an ugly woman. I'm pretty fit, too. Not sure what's wrong with me. Any advice on how to make things serious with a guy? Thanks. Stop giving the monkey out. You got to withhold that motherfucker, man. You got to wait to a nigga. You got, you, got to, you got to put the pressure on a motherfucker because a real nigga going to wait if he really like you like that. Because after a while, because, you know, sometimes you get the monkey too early, then you don't really care about the personality. And that's what it is. So you got to, you got to, you got to withhold the monkey, make the nigga get to know you. I know that sounds like a cliche and like a lame ass answer, but I swear to God, it's the truth. Like a lot of motherfuckers, um, like I, I, I heard a motherfucker say, "Man, you only remember the, you don't, you don't remember the bitches you don't sleep with." I said, "You ain't you ain't fucked enough, man. You ain't fucked enough bitches, man. Cause I only remember I only remember the bitches I didn't get a chance to hit because they because I didn't put the pressure on. And then you look at them because that's one thing about social media that I hate too. Like you miss out, you pass up on something. You get to see how she doing in your life. Like, damn, this bitch looking good. She started looking better and shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I don't be remember. I can't remember every girl I slept with, but I can definitely remember the ones that I want to that didn't give me the monkey because I didn't want to wait. So yeah, that's all you got to do. You got to stop giving up the monkey." And at the end of the day, man, I will say, man, the best thing you can do at 27 is don't rush that shit, man. A lot of people think that's kind of old, man. It's me at 41 years old. I look back, when, like 25, and I was putting so much pressure on myself at 25, 26, that made that age group, man. Don't worry about that shit right now, man. That shit going to come when it needs to come, man. At the end of the day, you got something else going on in your life you need to take care of because a man might throw you off that motherfucker. So, yeah, man, for the most part, just you got to stop giving the monkey out, man. All right, next up. Homie in the pegging. God damn it, man. Y'all coming in hot today. All right. What's good, Danny? Love your show and your music. Been a highlight of my day for a while now. I start by saying I'm gay. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. It's almost like you should have put exclamation points after that part. All right. So I got no issues putting things in my ass to get. To go. So I got no issues putting things in my ass off the get go. <laughs> 
off the get-go. Where this nigga from? My friend, that nigga said, I ain't got no problems. I ain't got no problem stuffing this motherfucker off the get-go. Damn, man. My friend who's straight is telling me he's wanting to get pegged by a beautiful maiden. His other friends who are straight are always saying that's some gay shit, but he's made it clear he only wants to be with a woman. You think my boy's by cures are just freakier than the average dude looking for some coochie? You always say don't stick dick and you're crazy. Oh, you always say don't stick dick and crazy, but what about crazy sticking dick and you? Much love, take care of yourself. I mean, no, it's not gay at all. It's, it's, it's scientifically proven. Anything you do with a woman it ain't gay no matter what it is. You get what I'm saying? So, I mean... I don't know, man. I, w I wouldn't say that, man. My, my booty hole hurt, man. I mean, I, I, I put too much, you know, I put too much um, bullshit food into my body sometimes. So, and I'm 40 years old, man. A lot of fast food, man. I be having hemorrhoids, all type of fucked up shit, man. So I ain't playing with my booty hole, man. <laughs> but for the most part. <laughs> so I was like, he just want to have a good time, man. And he need to uh, get away from his closed-minded straight friends, man. Because, you know, that 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 could um, stop you from having a good time a lot. But yeah, man. Sounds like y'all... Sound like y'all very open, man, and having a good time, man. I wish I knew where y'all was from, man, because that um, the term from on the get-go, that's like some real old school shit, man. That's like some shit my motherfucker, uh, my grandma used to say to me back in the day, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, no, nah, ain't nothing. That ain't, how's, how's pagan gay? That don't make no sense. It ain't gay until to, to the dick is real. So. That's that. Y'all always got to ask me some crazy shit. Next up, oh, so we got some um, some freestyles coming through. Let me hear you bust a freestyle. Yeah, first up we got Calvi G. I just finished the last episode, or the most recent one. Just got off a plane. That's why I'm shirtless, because I'm tired. Anyways, no, you're a cool guy. Follow my thesis. Your girlfriend wants to see this. Swallow my penis and lick the balls of a genius. It's just procedures. Y'all wait in line for a feature, but it's the second coming of a god like it was Jesus. I gotta stop it. On to another topic. I got the hottest bars like a prison in the tropics. I'm on the top end. You can't do nothing about it, but sit around to hear these rhymes and get astonished. I'd be higher than a comet flying through the solar. Hotter than the sun, but my ice is still polar. Push like a stroller and I'm ground like a molar here where my shit will get you sick like corona told my bitch to stop cause I'm trying to get to popping bitches think I'm hot cause of the clothes that I'm copping all these heads bop cause the flows that I'm dropping are lyrical you talk shit I put your ass into critical condition why don't you listen to my shit it's hot like the rocks up in the kitchen don't get it twisted I still dish it out like prescriptions but I'm not a doctor so minus the writings ta 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 bitches on my dick from here to Canada I'm a star inside of your solar system but you, know, you can't get this far i'm like i ain't gonna lie man i fucks with that i fucks with that man i fucks with that because that's a, i love when i hear rap and i'll be like man that's some shit i say <laughs> that sounded like some shit i say like wait i don't know if you did that on purpose but if you did that's even more that's even more fire but yeah, man, I fucks with that, man. That sounds like some shit I, 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 you know, that sounds like some shit I'll pin up, man. So, yeah, shouts out to you, man. The fucking blue light and no shirt is definitely giving cool guy vibes, though, man. For real, man. It's cool guy vibes all day, man. But, no, nah, that was kind of fire. I love that shit, man. I will say, man, um, I've, I've been getting back into the practice of just, like, writing for no reason. Because I got to, so caught up in the, you know, I will only write when I'm writing a song. And sometimes, you know, I feel like you can kind of, cheat when you're doing that they kind of say that because you know you're writing to the music you know the, the you know the concept of the song and you know shit so sometimes i just like to get up and just like just write like the first thing in the morning type shit and just don't know what the fuck i'm writing don't know what the fuck i'm talking about and i'm just penning shit man and i mean 
Some, I mean, the shit always going to go somewhere. That's one thing about me. I'm never writing shit for no reason. That shit going to get used somewhere. It might not be that full rap. I might take a couple bars from here and there and use it from this and that. But I will say, man, it, it just makes me, it, I kind of feel like I'm getting back sharper with the shit. I don't know. Because it used to take me, I mean, I feel like when you've been rapping as long as I have, it, it ain't necessarily about the actual rapping part. It's like, what the fuck am I going to rap about? Like, I've said so much shit. I've said everything. And you'd be like, oh, rap about your life. Motherfucker, I'm just, I'm a 40-year-old playing video games, chasing a fucking chihuahua around a backyard. Don't nobody want to hear no bars about that shit, man. Whatever. All right. <laughs> Next up, we got Icarus480. Hey, yo, Danny, here's a little freestyle for you. If you're talking all that shit, you better back it up or I'm pulling down them pants and I'm jacking you off. Yeah, I'll run up on your block, suck your motherfucking cock. You can say what you will and think what you want, but put your hands in the air. If you love cock, throw your click in the air. Represent your block. I got my cock in my hand, my Glock in the other. I'm a squirt in your face like I did to your brother. This is gay pride, bitch. What you know about that? Dick riders for life. United we stand. We suck a dick every day like 2011. It's like I died it with straight to gay dude heaven now i'm back once again i'm sucking dick like it's air i'm addicted to cock and i just don't care so without further ado i'ma close this out and say dick rider life is what it's all about yeah keep feathering it brother why are you so aggressive with it though man you can't be talking about like sucking dicks and shit like so mean like you know that's why gay rappers like you know something something like if it would have been like that I'd be like yeah you know what I'm saying LGBTQ you know what I'm saying live your truth but do you say it like that man it just sounds like nigga you like oh god damn it YouTube man I'm sorry man YouTube I love y'all niggas too man but <laughs> look at that face too this is scary man all right but I, I, I keep feathering it brother that's all I can say, man. I, but I know, I know, I know this nigga's trolling. If you actually go, you, yeah, I know me, man. I do this internet shit. You actually can go. It's always um, like motherfuckers making gay purity songs or like popular songs and shit. Like the um, they did the um, my favorite when they did the Travis Scott and Drake song, Dicko Mode. It was it was great. <laughs> it was really great. <laughs> they did Dicko Mode, and then it's just they just always making um purity of gay songs and shit. But yeah, so. I, I find it funny. I, I'm, you know me. I'm a 40 year old, 16 year old. So, of course, that I love that kind of humor, man. So, yeah, man. Shouts out to you, man. I get it. But yeah, man. If we want to build some music shit, man. Y'all see, motherfucking um, Atlantic Rackers got caught biting. I'm the only one that's seen this. Yeah, cause my fucking feed is just all music shit. But yeah, man. Atlantic Rackers got caught biting. I knew that shit. Cause there be times, man, where I'll see videos and shit. Yeah, I'll I, I see videos. I ain't saying it's actually them, because I know they ain't the only one. But I, that's how I be telling motherfuckers, man, this rap shit, it, 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 that shit, up, um, you know, it just make you feel like, man, this shit is fake. Like, none of this shit is real. Like, like the game is rigged. If you ain't cheating, you ain't winning in rap. <laughs> that's the way this shit works. I guess the music in, industry in general, too, if we really want to think about it. But if you ain't cheating, you ain't winning. But yeah, man, so um, a lot of times motherfuckers be talking shit. Like, now nah, they just talked about how... Um, Sweetie album came out and she got all these millions of followers and her and sold 2,000 She ain't view biting, obviously. I'm pretty sure if she wanted to, she could have bought it, that shit, and did what she wanted to do. She just kept it real. She wanted to see what it is. But even that, with the followers and shit, that shit's about to be fake. Even with now, man, I will say, man, I remember, man, I don't want to say I'm responsible for it, but um, 
I think I do got something to do with it. If 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 you if if you are verified on Twitter, we all know it's like two sections of your followers. You have a section just for regular followers, and you can click a section that only blue checks follow you. When I had went to Twitter, it was a long time. I want to say like 2014. I had went there. Well, whatever. I was just in South. I was in San Francisco, and I was just going around to like all the tech shit. I went to Twitter, Twitch, all the motherfuckers, just kicking it with them and shit. And they was just asking me what if I can, you know change some shit. What would I put in Twitter? What would I do with Twitter? I was like, man, I, I hate the fact that, you know, when you get so many followers, you can't really see all your followers like that. And sometimes you'll be in public. It could be like another rapper or something that got a, that's verified, got a blue check too. And they'd be like, they'd, they'd think you don't fuck with them or something. They'd be like, I followed you. You ain't follow me back. Like, nigga, I ain't see that shit. So I was like, it should be something where all the blue checks and shit can see, you know, who follow each other and shit like that. So you know, I got, I'm, I, I ain't saying I'm responsible for it, but I got that going. But now I guess that shit's not going to matter no more. Because uh, Elon telling y'all niggas we got to pay $8 for the blue check. I ain't paying for the blue check. I don't give a fuck about being that cool. You get what I'm saying? It is what it is, man. But now I have noticed, is, is that, did it already implement? Is that thing going down now? Because I will follow back any blue check. You know, you don't know what the fuck this motherfucker going to be or whatever. I just follow back blue checks. But mother, I recently I have been noticing it'll be a motherfucker with like following like 1,500 people, but he only have like 200 followers. But he got a blue check. Like, what this nigga do? How you do that? Yeah, it's already in place. Anyone yeah. can get it now. So he ain't, he ain't take my blue check yet, huh? I'm, I'm, I'm a real nigga. He gonna have to send me eviction notices first. Yeah. He gonna have to start sending me. <laughs> have to, he gonna have to prove it. He gonna have to prove it. He gonna keep having to send me like, Dan, you gotta pay your, you gotta pay your blue check bill. I'm like, all right, man, can I, can, can I get put on a payment plan? Is this some type of way I could just like, you know, but nah, man, you don't got to be that cool, man. Anybody paying for uh, blue checks, man, that, that shit is, that, I don't know, something about that just seems like, see, I told you, man, you ain't cheating, you ain't winning, man. That's what that shit is, man. <laughs> that ass gonna go. <laughs> All right, next up, man, let's get to some white people shit. White people shit. White people shit. All right, all right. <laughs> Hunking a horn. I, I, I'm I, already. That's not white people shit, man. We don't say. I mean, if you honk, all right. Let me go. Let me get to. I'm always jumping the gun. What up, though? Big fan of the music for years. Podcast is amazing. My wife and I have been talking about white people shit for years, and I love that. That's one of your segments. The biggest debate we have is when you're pulling away from somewhere house and you give a little toot toot from the car horn. I don't think it's white people shit. She thinks it is. What's the right answer? Microphone. No, niggas do that shit too. What are you talking about? Niggas honk the horn. Just what? I mean, I think our favorite ones, we just drive past your house. It ain't even got to be nobody outside. And you'll just honk the horn. Like, if you just know people there, you just honk the horn at that motherfucker. Like, they don't even know what's up. Somebody might see you in the window or something. I think it's more so of like a, a sign of respect. You know what I'm saying? Just to let niggas know you came through. You know what I'm saying? I can't really stop right now. Or even when you leaving out, that's just, I think it's just a sign of respect. It's almost like you, I seen some shit motherfuckers was talking about in the penitentiary and shit. And like in the child hall, after they eat, they hit the table two times, like, uh, uh, boom, to bounce and let niggas know. But that's just a sign of respect to let niggas know, you know, you done and you leaving about this motherfucker. Because you know, it ain't like, you know what I'm saying, it's going to eat and leave about this motherfucker. You got to let niggas know it's still in respect. So I think that's just a sign of respect. I don't think that's no white people shit. But I will say, um, motherfuckers that like honk horns in traffic, like being extra like uh, on some road rate, that's just being an asshole right there, man. I will say I hate that. Me, as, as a terrible driver, a person that didn't get his license till he was 30-something years old, I'm, I'm, I'm very dangerous on the road, to be honest. I don't really know what the fuck I be doing half the time, but I'm, I'm out there and I'm just holding it down. 
just trying to get to point A to point B. So for, I'm, I'm a very cautious, defenseless driver. You get a defensive driver. I'm not driving fast. I'm not doing no extra shit. I, mean, I don't even drive on highways. If it's, if it's another route I can take, it, it might be somewhere that'd be 15 minutes if I just hop on the freeway. But a motherfucker be an hour to get. I'm driving an hour, man. I got an album I want to listen to anyway, man. I threw a podcast out and I just stop at every red light. I got. I'm playing GTA in real life. <laughs> so yeah, I suck. I don't think I'm actually, man. Nah, I'm, I'm talking shit. I was about to say I don't think I'm driving no more. But nah, that's talking shit, man. I actually love driving, man. Like I say, um, when certain albums or some come out, like I just get in the car and just fucking drive off, just listening to shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man. Next up, we got white people shit, popcorn bowls. Uh, hey, Danny, my girlfriend recently asked me if my family had a popcorn vomit bowl. Then told me it's a white person thing that got me thinking. Having a popcorn bowl as a throw up bowl, wipe, thank you. Um, you mean like when you buy like popcorn from like Garrett's and they give you that big ass like can if you buy like the, and then y'all save that just for niggas to throw up in? Now, I've heard of this before, too. So, apparently, like, some families will have, like, a big, like, plastic bowl or something that they eat popcorn out of. But also, if someone gets sick, they'll throw up into that bowl. Fuck like, that. it's just, like, a... Mo- it's like a snack bowl or they like, mix cake batter in yeah. it. Like, just a multi-purpose bowl. definitely 100% white people shit, man. <laughs> Niggas ain't... Bro, if you threw up in a bowl, the bowl is thrown away, man. Ain't no coming back after that. I don't care how much we wash detergent. I don't give a fuck what you done did, man. It never goes away. Two things we ain't playing with, man, is is is, is bodily fluids, man. <laughs> so anything that happened, like, man, fuck that, dog. And I and especially, man, I love popcorn, man. Why y'all trying to fuck the pop? I I, I would never be able to eat the popcorn off the bowl, knowing what's going on with the bowl when we ain't eating the popcorn. So it'll always be in the back of my mind. Like, and and it got to like. Absorb, don't it? Like that's what I'm saying. It never goes away. Right? Throw up is dangerous, man. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you because one time I got to um in Europe. I was in Europe on tour in Europe actually, and um touring and shit in my tour bus or whatever. And this one night, you know, had a little too much to drink. You know, being normal, Danny had a little too much to drink, and in this midst of having too much to drink, a fan. You know how fans always just giving you shit. A motherfucker gave me an edible, and just me not even thinking twice. You know what I'm saying? I'm already fucking blacked out, drunk pretty much. I eat the edible. Not even really thinking twice. And it, it ended up being, I mean, when I woke up the next morning, I ended up looking at, it was a 150 milligram gummy. But for some reason, I get back to my tour bus. I sit on the bed. You know, the room starts to spin. <laughs> Everything just starts to get a little woozy. I start to get a little. Next thing I know, I projectile vomit everywhere. Like just covers the whole back of the room with a bed, having a bus and shit and all that. And it's like, whatever, you know, we, we, we cleaned it up and all that, but. It'll be like maybe like a week later into the tour and be like, I still smell that throw up kind of, you know, like we'll do whatever. We'll clean it up. We got, I think we had to end up paying like a couple thousand dollars or something to get the shit detailed. And then it was like went away a little bit, but then it would like creep back every blue moon. Like I smell it a little over like if you be laying in the bed, you'll be in a certain spot. Like I smell it a little bit. So we do know, man, throw up is toxic, man. Throw up is toxic, man. So yeah, man, I'm not eating, um. Popcorn bowl out out no uh oh yeah y'all nasty man white people shit man shout out that got to be like some uh but Zolo you heard of this who told you this are I, you f- <laughs> no I mean my family didn't do it I think they <laughs> talked about it on uh, Christina's show where my mom's at I think oh okay oh, yeah. yeah so this that's was right. something that's already mm-hmm. been been going down I'm familiar with the concept oh man that's why I ain't never heard of no shit like that y'all motherfuckers nasty man all right man let's let's 
Let's spin the motherfucking wheel. I got some white people shit first. I'm, I'm curious if you agree with me. Okay. What about saying bye when you hang up the phone? Right, bye? Yeah. That's kind of white people. I, I only feel like white people say that to me. And they get offended when I don't. Bye. I'll get like a text back. Oh, is that something wrong? I mean. Because I'm just like, all right. Nigga, you rude. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that shit is. That ain't no white people shit. That's manners, man. What is you talking about? Yeah, he's got the worst I, phone etiquette I guess, of anybody I've ever met. I mean, I guess because I, I, you had me thinking for a bit because I'm like, I don't say bye, but you know, you're going to have some type of, uh, you know, we're going to have some type of motherfucking leave. You know, you're going to say, I'll be like, all right, then. That's think, what I'm saying, though. He's like, all right, then. Or like, uh, but that's what I just said. I said, all right. I'd take you to some early 2000s. I'd be like, holla back. <laughs> I think I'm fabulous or something. Something in 1999 and 2001 won't leave me. I know I was turning, you know, that's what I was coming. Like, I think I was turning like 18 or 21. I think that's my era of, of, of 99 or 2001. So all that, that time period just stuck in my life. I mean, thank God I don't. I mean, even though the clothing style is coming back right now. So ain't, at any given moment, you might see me some big ass jeans and a, and a 5X Michelin S jersey. I, I can't wait till it come back. I already got shit in the closet for it. Remember niggas used to wear like crazy armbands and like wristbands and like headbands. Been wasn't playing no sports. The crazy shit used to be the big ass shorts though. Like you would have some big ass shorts that stopped at your ankles. It was the whole rockerwear time. Like, you know, the biggest shorts. I was I used to buy like size 40, 42s. I like I wear I, I to be honest like if I want to be like really slim and in shape I can get into some twenty eights you know what I'm saying <laughs> but I be getting like they're like these thirty twos and they kind of baggy you know what I'm saying so imagine wearing forty twos at eighteen years old like that's just the dumbest shit you get the duck bill it looked like you got a, a, a everlasting boner that's just falling out like because you can't put all your pants in the belt so the front just make this fucking it look like you got a beak it don't even look like a boner it just look like a beak. But your shirt was so big, it covered that part too. I don't know, man. Baggy jeans is back, man. That's what that's what that whole shit. I, um, he's talking about um, on Rogan, talking about Shab. Shab, he's still in them skinny jeans, man. We gotta get out the skinny jeans, man. Only reason why, I, I, only time I wear skinny jeans is to a wedding reception. You know what I'm saying? Especially if it's gonna be some hot ladies there. You know what I'm saying? That's like the time to pull out skinny jeans, like wedding receptions. Um, WNBA All-Star Weekend, you know, shit like that. You want to be a, you, you see, skinny jeans has turned to being a hoe for a man. Like, you want to be on your slutty actions. You whip the skinny jeans out, you know? So, yeah, that's what I say. Wedding receptions, WNBA All-Star Games. <laughs> but skin, for me, man, at this point, man, it's just uncomfortable, though. You know? Like, just wearing skinny jeans. And I'm, and I'm down with um, wearing uncomfortable shit to look cool, but... I don't be liking that shit no more. As soon as I get in the crib, I take them bitches off. Like, I'm taking these shits off. My favorite right now is, I, I, I mean, you just can't do that. But I, would, I understand, like, a person like Eminem just wear jogging suits all the time. If I didn't care about clothes as much as I did, man, I would literally just wear fucking jogging suits all the time, man. Because that's the most comfortable shit in the world. I would always stay in, like, a Nike Tech or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. That's that. That's that. Oh, yeah, we spinning the wheel. We ain't never spinning the wheel. See what we talking about this week. I knew it. Soon as I seen that shit, Dogecoin to the moon. 
Only thing I say about this crypto shit is I'm mad I ain't never get involved in none of them scams, man. I swear, that's the only shit, man. Niggas ain't going to jail. Motherfuckers done hit million dollar licks and disappeared. They done took all the crypto. Well, they did lock the one bitch up, the motherfucking, um, the, 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 um, the Versace bitch, whatever the fuck, whatever. But she was dumb, man. They, that, when you're dealing with billions and billions and billions, that shit, I understand it. But yeah, man, the crypto scams is going down. Just recently, motherfucking, um, I show speed. He just got caught up on some crypto scam shit. But wasn't Dogecoin, um, Elon Musk shit? Uh, it was the one he was hyping up the most. I don't yeah, know he, he had went on um, Saturday Night Live. Yeah, and he did that shit. But 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 this was a rug pull too. Am I right? Is Dogecoin to the moon? Mm-hmm. It's going to the moon. It's still going up. Oh, I don't know if it still is. I don't think so. No, it's at six cents right now. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So that was yeah. a rug pull. They just yeah. finesse yeah. niggas. Yeah, yeah. See, look, Elon even scamming niggas. He, I, I know, dog. I knew Elon was an ill nigga when he dropped the cyber truck, and right in front of our face, he told us. This window can't break if I throw this rock at it or whatever the fuck. And the nigga threw at the motherfucking dog. At, at, at the motherfucking dog. He threw the motherfucking brick that breaks the window. And he still told niggas, man, you could just put $200 down on the pre-order. We ain't dropping this shit to like, you know, it's going to be four years. You could make, And it made everybody be like, you know what, I'm going to drop this 200 it broke niggas was dropping a 200 on a cyber truck. Because they like, man, by the time it drop, I'm like, you know, that's giving me my motivation to get my money up. By the time a cyber truck drop, he gave niggas hopes and dreams. Just put $200 down, man. You get on the list for the cyber truck. I put my 200 down off rip. This nigga ain't even done with the motherfucking truck. It's been 10 years. The motherfucker can't even keep, because his whole shit was saying he wanted to fit in the garage. That motherfucker too big. You want to put barbecue grills on the back? You want to be able to put scooters and all type of extra shit? Man, no, that's not about to fit in no garage. I'm not going to lie. It is a cool-ass fucking truck, though. You know, if I could... I told you, I can't fucking drive. I definitely would kill somebody in this shit. So I definitely won't be driving one. <clears throat> but yeah, man, it's, a, it's, it's one of my favorite designs for a truck I've ever seen. That Hummer, that Hummer's nice, too. But at this point now, man, he done waited so long. It's so many tight-ass fucking... Um, um, SUV, um, electronic vehicles now, like they just did the um, the Yukon pickup truck. I think I would get that before I get a cyber truck now. The Yukon pickup truck electronic, that motherfucker is beautiful. Is that the EV though? You got to hit the EV. Yeah, I, I'd rather fuck with that. Look, look at that shit. It's all about range in the Mitches though, man. Like they making these vehicles bigger and bigger, man, to have to deal with fucking battery powered cars and shit. You know the fucked up part? Remember when they first came out, they was telling us that having um, electronic vehicles is uh, more safer than having gas powered cars and all that shit. And I was coming out that these motherfuckers is just as worse because all the bullshit they got to do for the batteries and all that. Yeah, I still drive electronic cars though. I mean, you know, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. I mean. <laughs> The shit is just fire. So, uh, so yeah, man. I, um, that's the only thing. I, like I say, I don't know too much about. Like, I fucked around with the crypto shit. Like I told y'all, only time I really was fucking with crypto like that is when Silk Road was going down and I was buying Molly off that shit. So, like I told you, I might got some Bitcoin in some random wallet. That I don't even know. I've been forgot about because I was just using that shit to buy drugs and that shit was like 2010 or some shit like that. Whatever, man. It's all good. It's all good, man. But I will say, um. Um, we'll hop into some, um, fuck it, let's do some lit history. Lit history. Because I've been, um, I've been, um, you know, just been watching dumb shit on YouTube. And I was, yesterday I saw a video I had to tell y'all motherfuckers about. It's some, I mean, it gets a little dark, but it's about a slave that mailed itself to freedom in a box. Y'all ever heard about this shit? This nigga name was motherfucking Henry Box Brown. 
It was in motherfucking Virginia, back in the motherfucking day. This nigga was a slave and shit. You know what I'm saying? His girl was a slave. You know what I'm saying? They had mad, you know, they had mad kids and shit. He ended up, he ended up, what's some other shit too about this story that was like, man, it was like, he was like a, I feel like he was doing a lot of shit to be a slave. Like he was hanging out, going a lot of places. I guess it was like at the end of it or maybe when shit was like being a little more lenient or something. But anyway, he had a lot of, I mean, he he, he, he met, that, that was the crazy part. He met another wife on a different plantation and he ended up scheduling the motherfucking two slave owners. They ended up made a deal together to make them, to let them get married and shit. You know, that almost how I used to swap out on the rock to go get my hair braided. That's how I looked at it. <laughs> but anyway, they had a shit. They had a whole bunch of kids and shit. And he ended up paying uh, the slave owner that owned his wife and the kids and shit. He ended up giving them some bread to not, you know, to not sell his wife to, to nobody else so they can be close together. You know what I'm saying? So then this motherfucker end up being what a motherfucking, motherfucking devious ass motherfucking slave owner would do. He sold his wife and kids anyway. Sold the motherfuckers away. He ain't never see the motherfuckers again and shit. So with that, he was just pissed off. So this nigga just came up with a plan. He was about to mail himself to freedom. This nigga figured out he done hooked up with an abolitionist, all type of shit. They done figured out the plan. This nigga threw himself in a box and mailed himself to freedom. Now, the funny part about the story to me is that what about this nigga Frederick Douglass started hating on the nigga after the fact? Because <laughs> once the nigga got free, once he got free of the box, when he was free of the door for whatever the fuck, he telling everybody how he did it. Like, nigga, I just threw myself in the box. I done put the slave in the box. He's got to put the bricks in the box. <laughs> this nigga. <laughs> He jumped in a box, but Frederick Douglass was mad at the nigga because he like, man, if you wasn't running around telling everybody how you got free, more niggas could have hopped in a box. But the nigga wanted to get his props. The nigga name was Henry Box, so then they gave the nigga the nickname Box. So yeah, that's about <laughs> Henry Brown. But no, part two, let's see if it's a mo to the story. The nigga, I, see, that's how deep I see. I'm still in the in the in the, in the story and shit. But he ended up start doing some shit with like movies and shit, like doing like some entertainment shit. I think he started like, I, I was like way before movies, but he started, he got into the entertainment industry after that. And him and his friend like had some like shows, they used to do shows or some shit. But yeah, man, that nigga, uh, Frederick Douglass was a hater. That nigga ain't want my man to get his props. That nigga like, nigga, I was in the box. What the fuck you mean? I ain't about to tell no niggas. You think I'm about to keep that shit to myself? You know how hard it was in that box? I ain't had nothing but some crackers. They said that nigga had three crackers and a little sip of water. But yeah, man, shouts out to Henry Box Brown, man. Yeah. See, he published two versions of his own autobiography. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. But yeah, they tried to hate on my nigga, man. Shouts out to Henry Box Brown, man. <laughs> you ever heard that story, Any? <laughs> nah. Nah, that's, that's something I would have done, though. Danny Brown ain't gotten the box? Days. Yeah, I would have gotten that box for sure. There's always a way out, man. Yeah, it's always, always a way, way out. <laughs> I nigga would have killed me. That would have happened. I would have been talking too much shit. Already know me. We done figured out a way to make some moonshine. We'd have been in that bitch slinging some slave songs. He'd have came back there, be quiet. Nigga, fuck you. Nigga would have just been whipping me every day, man. I already know me, man. Nigga would they'd been like, man, this nigga Danny always getting us. Other slaves would have killed me. Because I'd have been getting motherfuckers in trouble all the time. I already know how I'd have been, man. I just can't, man. I don't know, man. I just can't really, um. Did they say this at the, um. What is the University of Texas at Austin? What is that? They got them. They got a Henry Brown exhibit. No, right above that. Why is it said? No, we just. All right, yeah. I want to see the size of the box, though. See, any you talking about you were getting the box, but we ain't see the size of the box, though. Look at him. There he go, right there. He cram jam. My nigga up in that bitch. Look at him. That's fire, though. That's actually a fire ass picture, though. I should make that. Should be like my album cover. 
for my next <laughs> Nigga got to get out the box, man. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, but hey, y'all seen this nigga Tony Chase shouting me out? No. For real, man. God, dog. That shit kind of was funny, man. <laughs> no, you got to, you know, y'all, y'all, I mean, we ain't, we ain't visited my boy Tony Chase in a long time. You got to go to YouTube. That's some weird shit from the web. We ain't visited my boy Tony Chase in a long time, man. But yeah, I was on the, um, so I, was, I wanted to tap in with him. Yeah, hit Danny Brown. Type Danny Brown. I wanted to tap in with him, seeing what he had going on. I look up, I see this video. Yeah, <laughs> what's my nigga Tony Chase talking about? How's it doing? And hello, Danny Brown, in reference to the Danny Brown show. How you doing? Yeah, it's been a long situation of things in reference to history and the abuses I've been through in satellite. Uh, you know, most people don't know about it, but, you know, I know I've about, known about it. it since I was a little boy because my father got murdered from satellite. And my father did a lot of aviation stuff in reference to, he like built engines and airplanes. Is this message like, like definitely directed too, at know? me? That's what the... I think my father even built things for NASA. I don't know if you want to look up that history too. Or, uh, you know, like there's a history of aviation and uh, <clears throat> history of business and technology history that, you know, my mother and father and grandparents, you know, and energy companies and technology and stuff, you know, so there's a lot of things. But uh, I don't know if you know this, but... Is he talking to me? Ever, uh, anybody's ever told you in reference to sports or athletics or bodybuilding or Olympic sports or uh, NBA or basketball, tennis, or movies or television or songs that I've sang or media that I've been in. You might want to, maybe somebody will uh, let you know some more information and maybe you can say something on your show if you wanted to. <laughs> about some of the things of uh, my career, what movies I've been in, what TV show. <laughs> and then it just cut right there. <laughs> Tony, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Tony, look, dog, I don't know what you was just talking about right there, man, but me and you definitely can hang out one day, man. You definitely have an open invite to the show, man. You can get up to Austin, man. I just think, man, once your ass get up here, you're going to be stuck at the tents. Your ass ain't even going to come up here and fuck with me. You're going to miss the motherfucking interview time, man. But yeah, man, Tony, you ever want to come through it? Uh, we can kick it, man, because, uh, I mean, I want to, you got a lot to talk about, man. Did y'all, y'all hear this? Am I the only one that, uh, did he say he played in the NBA? In tennis? And I don't know. I just heard him heard him naming a bunch of sports. It's like non sequiturs, man. <laughs> he he has conversation like Ghostface raps. Like I don't know what's going on. Like the, it's like he tell a story in two bars. Like, but yeah, you, that was the longest run on sentence I think I've ever. It's heard. no context to anything he said. No, just <laughs> he just tells next. you to he just tells you the punchlines. <laughs> he just hits you with punchlines of conversations, man. So shouts out Tony Chase, man. It kind of fucked me up the scene that we got on his radar, man. But I was talking shit. I mean, I wasn't talking shit about him. I always gave Tony his props, didn't I? It was him and then my homegirl. I ain't heard from her in a minute, man. I think she got locked up. That one bitch, man, I, I think she got locked up. But I Princess did see, Aurora? Yeah, Princess Aurora. I think she got locked up or something. She ain't been on, she ain't been on um, YouTube or the internet or nothing, man. Tony's channel name is the funniest part to me. Yeah, I'm not gay. Not never. <laughs> I fucks with Tony Chase, man. He got he actually got a Pornhub account too. Don't ask me how I know about this, cause motherfuckers be hitting me up. I mean, actually, a homie had hit me up and he was like, "Man, I've been I've been following Tony Chase for years, and he had like uh, back way back videos and shit that shit he'd been trying to erase from the internet and she's Like, man, I can give you all the Tony Chase, man. You can go down the lure on the show and all that. 
I just don't be wanting to go too deep in a shit like that, man. Because I be feeling like even right now I'm beefing with this nigga Cyrex. I'm gonna get you, Cyrex. You just think I'm you. You think you think you think I don't be seeing shit. I'm in the chat all the time. Shouts out to Music Biz Marty. Shouts out to William Glory Hole, motherfucking Burger Boy. I'm watching all the time, Cyrex. Just know that. Just know. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? I, trolls move in silence, man. But I'm on your ass, boy. We're going to get you. He's going to try to put out a story. He gonna, he gonna, one day he went on a rant talking about, uh, I, I did the R word to some 14-year-old girl. And they're going to try to project his shit on me. This is the same motherfucker that the blind nigga and suck this dick. How you going to a nigga and suck it? All right, man. But Cyrex, you do have the, um, he does hold the world record for the longest Chester Bennett to scream. He beat him out. But yeah, man, Cyrax, we gonna get you, man. Don't even worry. I'm not about to put. I'm not about to give you this much um, light on this show. But just know, I'm on your ass, boy. We gonna get you. You think them bullets? Boom, boom. <laughs> I ain't talking shit. <laughs> That's the newest shit. Somebody, I think somebody threw a rock at his window. And I'm um, just trolling. Somebody threw a rock at his window. He say niggas is shooting at him. <laughs> he poked a hole in his mattress and go pull it up. Talk about his bullet holes. You guys are trying to take my life. Cyrax ain't nobody trying to take your life, man. But I'm telling you, man, this is the last time I'm talking about your ass on the show. I'm in the chat, nigga, every night. We own you, man. But yeah, shouts out to my dog, uh, um, William, like I say, William Glory. Y'all doing the Lord's work. Even motherfucking um, clip channels. Bass Shaman. Look at this shit. So, um, um, type Cyrax and then type Danny Brown. Type Danny Brown up. Look what you done started. Look. How do we get here? How do we get here, man? So yeah, you don't think I'm you don't think I see what's going on right now? I'ma get your ass, boy. I'm telling you, you in trouble. You dealing with a real rapper. It's like I'm talking shit, man. Cyrax, you a funny motherfucker, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. I can't believe I got myself involved in this. And I always say, man, I say dumb shit when I'm drunk. I think I say dumber shit when I'm sober. Cause I was on Shane, that was when I was on Shane Gillis show. And I was it was like nine in the morning. You know what I'm saying? We both just woke up. And I, and I mentioned this motherfucker. This one thing I was supposed to keep to myself. Now this cat's out the bag. I got a fucking beef with this nigga on the internet, man. This is all Cyrex been waiting for, man. I actually own the, um, you know, I know you was mad that homeboys made those action figures from you that you ain't make no money off of. I bought one. <laughs> all right, man. We're going to spin the wheel one more time and get ready to get up on this motherfucker. But yeah, Cyrex, you thought I, you thought I wasn't going to say nothing. I'm going to get your ass. Can't believe I'm beeping with Cyrax though, man. Hentai. I don't know, man. I, I I mean, I think I'm too. I see. See, the difference is, I think with me, man, is um, I'm from the era. I told y'all where, where you had to like steal porn and like get, you know, just do weird shit to even watch porn. Now, you know, kids grow up with porn. You know, right next to their fucking bed when they go to sleep every night. Shit, shit like that. So. Um, I never, I can't say I never really could see the um, appeal of hentai, cause I just want to see like real titties and shit like that. Cause I just feel like that maybe like, that's some shit. That's like some shit started out as a kid. Like you can kind of maybe um, relate to watching hentai more than um, real porn, cause you know you ain't doing no real shit. So you looking at it like it's a cartoon. It's almost like some kitty shit. So I don't know. And even that just make me, that weirds me out a little bit too. That is just, you know, I don't know, animations and shit, cartoons and shit, that shit for kids, man. That shit ain't supposed to be used like that. Like the worst is when you see like a motherfucking like, 
you see like a fucking family guy parody or some motherfucker fucking Meg up the ass. Like, I don't want to see no shit like that. Now you done fucked up the whole show for me. But yeah, man, but um, yeah, I judge you if you watch that shit. I will say that. I mean, as a grown man, I mean, at the end of the day, like we say, we know porn is fucking mouth. Now, now you see all these motherfucking studies and shit coming out about how porn's running your brain and all this shit, you know, it, it fucks you up. So now we're seeing all that shit. I wonder what hentai doing. That shit definitely got to warp your perception of what sex is. If you think fucking real porn fucking you up, what you think hentai doing? That shit is, ain't no motherfucking dragon dongs, motherfucking eight feet long, motherfucking drilling bitches in the fucking ass and they come out of her mouth and then, you know what I'm saying? I know, man, it's just too much going on. But I, and every girl that I met that was into that was definitely a, um, I don't know, man, um, type of bitch that got a crush on Dime or now. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, I don't know. I'm not really um, with hentai and all that shit, man. But, yeah, man, for the most part, um, I don't know. We'll spend it one more time, I guess. We'll get one more out the way. Oh, I, I, ain't, oh, I, 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 do, I, I do some reviews. I do game reviews after this. But, uh, oh, Andy Dick. I think y'all already know. Um, see, it's a whole be- big deeper situation with Andy Dick. If y'all seen um, not too long ago, that nigga Ice Poseidon got his ass whooped. <laughs> but yeah, if anybody know, man, back in the day was um, you know Ice Poseidon. He was like an ill Twitch streamer and shit. He's like the real nigga that started this motherfucking um, IRL shit. And I remember I used to be on tour. I was like on tour and shit. I was like hungover in my bed one time, and um, just watching, just being on the internet and shit, and looking at shit. And I ended up coming across YouTube channel. It was Ice Poseidon YouTube channel. He was, um, he was, um, you know, doing it. It was an RV. That's when he was doing an RV trip. And I watched that shit. I was, I was one of those kids that, you know, I used to watch the real world. You know what I'm saying? I cried when Pedro died. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas too young, man. <laughs> but I used to watch the real worlds and shit. When motherfucking David snatched the cover off Tammy, all that kind of old school shit. So when I first saw Ice doing an RV shit, I was like, man, this is like reality TV show. This is like the beginning of some shit. This is some cutting edge shit. So I was lightweight, like I fucked with that shit. So I used to watch ice streams and shit all the time. Actually got a chance to meet him in motherfucking um I met him at TwitchCon. He ditched me and shit. He wasn't fucking with me. That's when he was that's when he was hanging out with Miss Kiff and all them shit. But whatever, whatever. That's I'm saying all that just to give you motherfucking um, you know, context of what I'm saying now. So now you know he had his own shit with, you know, CX network and all that. And then once they got raided, they took the mansion and all that shit, man. Y'all know him. And then, so motherfuckers got mad at him, man. Like, you know, and niggas started their own shit. So now you got IP2, which is, you know, that's who against ICE. You know what I'm saying? IP2, they've been keeping it going, which is some degenerate ass shit. I won't even like to um, admit that I watched that shit. But, you know, I started from that shit. So I just keep, keep it going on with the story. Now, these motherfuckers done got racist and shit. But I think they just be doing that just to be edgy and shit. Because that's what that community is all about. But they do be on some bullshit. They be on some racist shit. But we say that to say, not too long ago, Andy Dick was involved with that whole fucking scene. And they had this nigga. He pretty much got kidnapped. They's pretty much just kidnapping this nigga, using him for donations and shit, running around with Andy Dick. But Andy Dick is a fucking degenerate. He's a straight drunk. Andy Dick make me be like, I got to get my life together, man. You can't end up like this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Which I would never. But he be grabbing niggas' dicks and and and... He get drunk and just start sexually assaulting motherfuckers and shit. I think right now he's actually he got locked up for stealing um for stealing some tools some for stealing tools and shit. Oh, he got a he got a register as a sex offender. Yeah, all type of shit, man. How you know what I'm saying? Niggas don't remember this nigga was in the Lion King, wasn't he? That's fucked up, Andy Dick. But yeah, man, Andy Dick, man, it's a cautionary tale for everybody, man. 
one thing you don't want to be in life, and that's Andy Dick, man. Uh, but, you know, it happens, man. It happens, man. But he on some other shit, though. I don't think it's just, um, I don't think it's just, um, alcohol. You know, it's one thing to be a fucking alcoholic. I think he, he got to be on some, like, extra, I mean, I don't even, I think it's meth. I think he on some, like, meth or, like, some other type of hardcore stimulant, you know? But, yeah, man, <clears throat> IP2, that nigga, yeah, we out. <laughs> but, yeah, so, shouts out to Andy Dick, man. Um, I write you, man. Send me your, if somebody give me Andy Dick um, jail information, man, I'll send that nigga a kite. <laughs> and I say that to say, man, we about this motherfucker, man. Love y'all niggas. Hey, he gonna really try to Google Andy Dick jail information. <laughs> I ain't writing that nigga. That's just shit you say, man. <laughs> He's in county. Yeah, he could get a letter. I can send him a kite, but I ain't writing that motherfucker, man. That's just some shit you say, man. When a nigga get locked up, like I write you, man. You don't never be writing no nigga in jail, man. You always say that shit. That's just some shit you say, man. All right, man. I love y'all motherfuckers, man. It's the Danny Brown Show, man. Motherfucker Booth Boys with me, man. Peace. We see y'all motherfuckers next week, same day, same time. Hit me up at the motherfucking Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. That's Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. Also, send them voicemails too at 512-522-9256. 512-522-9256. Holla at your boy. We out. Holla back, ma. <laughs> <laughs>